What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the High On Soccer Podcast with your favorite host, myself, Dylan Monroy, and Jorge Martinez. What it do? Ahmad Tampaza. What is up, everyone? And what is up indeed, everyone? What a soccer-filled week, gentlemen. Jesus. Champions League. Absolutely. All over again. And drama. Drama. The inevitable has happened by legends, Messi, Ronaldo, and so much to get into. Just so much to get into. Like, Ahmad, I'm going to start with you, man. What after... You know, Tuesday and Wednesday's games, what stood out? There were so many good games, but which one really caught your attention? I'm going to say PSG. Really? Yeah, I'm going to say PSG because, you know, that was the moment that I feel like uh, the whole world was actually waiting to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It felt that way for sure. You know, because Cristiano, as soon as he came into his team, he's made that impact. Most of the other players, you know, that we think of highly, the top players in the world, they've been scoring since the beginning of the season. But we were all kind of waiting for that messy, you know, kind of get the ball going kind of thing, you know. And he absolutely got things going and he did it in, in the best way. So me, I didn't really get the chance to, you know, watch uh, the first halves of any of the games. But in the second half, I started off by watching Liverpool. In the 60th minute, I uh, switched to PSG, and they ended up getting their. The, uh, Messi ended up getting his first goal for PSG, and, and he did it. And he did it, and he did it in an amazing way. You know, um, the way the way he started that that offense, and the way that Mbappe played it back to him, and he kind of set him up. It was just a beautiful goal to see. So uh, that's definitely the highlight for me out of out of all the games. It definitely was a huge, huge just moment. The Like all game, I felt that Neymar wasn't doing very well. And Bappe wasn't getting those clear-cut runs. And Messi felt like he hasn't involved himself enough, although he was in more of a playmaker role this time. Yeah, do you, um, do you think maybe... Deeper in the midfield. Like, he was, he felt... Well, I mean, he, he did say that he was starting to, like, feel it. Right. But, well, well I guess that answers my question. And, <laughs> and in the end, PSG put it together to come up with the goal. And, uh, what is his name? On his jersey, it says Ghana, but... And two Nigi goals. Two goals. Yeah. Okay, so that was the first goal, which he was the gun and gay. In that, yeah, that guy. and he yeah. scored. I think he scored this weekend or the weekend before too. Some uh, banger. Yeah, he scored just <laughs> the fucking rocket. I don't. Yeah. Did you have you? Did you see it? Oh man, I just so. And and this guy, he didn't he come from the Premier League originally. I don't even know where he came from. Uh, so. I don't know because I, I remember PSG signed him and I was like, wow, that's like a kind of uh, under the radar sign. And uh, he, he, he did come from France itself, did he? Did he? Maybe he did. <laughs> but I remember he was like highly rated, but like a mid-table, highly rated team kind of player. Mm. And uh, you could imagine him going to like, you know, like a West Ham or something. But when he signed for PSG, I was like, damn, that's nice. But I, I thought, I've always thought he's a pretty good, he's a good player. So he definitely like deserved that spot. He's he's one of the best uh, defensive mids, I think, in, in mm-hmm. the French league. He was on Everton. Everton, see? Yeah, okay. there you go. Yeah, right. so see, he was like a, like a mid-table table. 
uh, mid-table table team or mid-table and to now be starting on yeah. with Messi Mbappe and Neymar and, and he, he's been there for I think like two or delivery. three years now but yeah it's insane like he's scoring a goal this weekend he, or that 1-0 game he, I think he won it I'm not sure if it was this weekend or the weekend before but I mean he's the one saving it and uh, here he is again scoring a, a, game, uh, a goal he's 32 to, years of age yeah wow I didn't realize yeah. he was that He's pretty advantage. Yeah, but anyways, I think I think there's a lot of mm-hmm. positives in that win uh-huh. for PSG. Oh, First yeah, of all, yeah. they beat Manchester City. Manchester City is one of the top yep. four teams in Europe. They just beat Chelsea this and, weekend. Right. So we'll get we'll get to Chelsea. But as far as, <laughs> but as, far, <laughs> as far as Manchester City, it was a great team. You know, we all know who Manchester City is. They won the Champions League final last year, mm-hmm. Premier League Championship uh, champions. So they won against a really great team, and for you know, for the fact that they don't have the chemistry that Manchester City has because they've been playing together for much longer, it's a very good win. It's a, a very huge good win. win. It's a huge, huge win. win. Yeah, and uh, also, Man City was the team that took that took them out of the Champions League. Actually, last year, oh, yeah, yeah, the you're and, right, you're yeah, right, and all right. you know when Mahrez scored and uh, Donnarumma, he and he played Donnarumma, he played a really I heard, he, yeah, amazing. He, he seemed like, bro, honestly, he seemed like he was like. Like big in the goal, you know what I mean? Yeah, like his body, guy. like his. He his, has a uh, huge presence. Yeah. He has a huge he uh, like wingspan. Like wingspan. Like, yeah. yeah. So he he makes the goal look like it's small, and even yeah. if you're taking free kicks and you're taking PKs, that makes a huge difference. And it's you know maybe maybe PSG did lock down this goalkeeping thing, especially with the with the guy being so young, man. Yeah. He's he's very. Young. Donnarumma will be, in my opinion, the best keeper in the world. We have for to see yeah. years he, to come. He has a really good case. I I think he's gonna have like a Buffon like career I think potentially yeah. better yeah you're right Yeah, I agree because I mean potentially better Buffon yeah. was really good like at a really young age but like at like 19 right yeah we're well, talking 16 put it this way I mean if he wins the Champions League Oh. Already is sad for him. He's already won the Euros. Yeah, yeah so if he so. wins the Champions League with PSG, it's like there, and this Italy. He's team, already in that this, debate. Yeah, this Italy generation. I mean, it's it's looking good. It's, it's looking capable. good. It's looking it's good. Capable as, of as a national the team, most. not maybe not as a league, uh-huh. but like but as the a national, national team, team for sure. Yeah. So, so it, yeah, I think I think Donnarumma is a it, amazing player. In summary. PSG comes up with this great victory over Manchester City mm-hmm. to be now top of the group. And Huge man. Messi scores his first goal, a banger of a goal, off a great assist I from mean, Mbappe. When doesn't he score bangers? Right. Exactly. Honestly, like, I don't know. But I'm, I'm kind of glad I got to see that goal because I wasn't expecting to see any games. But I, I got to see that goal and it reminded me of the first goal that I saw for Messi with Barcelona. Because I remember that moment, right? Mm-hmm. I remember the All first the goal that yeah. Okay. I remember the first goal that Messi scored mm-hmm. with uh, Barcelona, and then watching him score that goal with PSG kind of felt a little bit like that because you know this is touch, because you know yeah. this is like the start of something new, right? Right. You know this is like a new chapter in Messi's life. This is a new chapter in his life. This is like a uh-huh. new chapter in his whole career because he's already done everything yeah. in Spain, but now he's gonna do it in France. He's looking to wrap up his career in like the best way possible. So mm-hmm. this is, I think, this is kind of like the one last dance kind of thing for Messi. You know, it's 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 this chapter right now with PSG. It's what he's gonna do in the next two years, three years. That's that's it for Messi. 
So what we get to see right now is going to be it. And yeah, we got to see magic. the beginning of it with that goal. So let's see. Oh, let's see what the future right. brings. Let's see Exciting. what the future brings. What other games indeed. do you got? All right, man. Just because I want to... Just the f- look on Jorge's face when I keep... Well, we we're not even done talking about Tuesday. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> all right, all right. Jorge's right. We'll, we'll go with another Tuesday game and keep it. Oh, no, we're still on Tuesday. It just felt like a different game. Well, let's go to... Liverpool and Ooh. Porto. 5-1 at Porto. Mohamed Salah with the brace. Mane and Firmino with the brace. Yeah. All right, Ahmad. Okay. They're, they just like to play good in Porto. Okay, bro. Just like relax. Look, look I, like, I, I do think I do think it was good, good. I do think Liverpool know, are are, con, are a contender for the Champions League title. Uh-huh. Let's start with that. So Liverpool okay. is not fair. a mediocre they, team. Fine. Let's start off with they saying that they can win the Champions League. Second of all, finals. I think I think Porto is actually a really good team. Like Porto last year, they went to the quarterfinals. They went to the quarterfinals in the they Champions lost League. The and uh, they have some really good players. They have Pepe. They have Tarini in the front. They they have they have some good players, good defenders. So I think they had a really. Uh, good chance last year I still think their team is good and I think that they'll put up a good game against any of the great teams Uh, before the game Pepe got injured who makes a huge difference for their team and then uh, Octavio got also he got injured as well during like the first 10 minutes so those two players are big key players in their team and not having them on the team especially right before the game I think that that kind of uh you know, made them a little bit worse, to be honest with you. So it's a good it's a good result for Liverpool because, you know, I think after the 60th minute, we were kind of playing with like the second team at that point, And we still managed to get two more goals and not concede any. So I think it's a good win for Liverpool. And I think Porto is a good team that they, they, they were just missing some key players. Maybe they can get it together against the, in their next games. But so far, it's looking really good for Liverpool in the Premier League and in the Champions League. Well, I do think Liverpool have a chance to compete for the Champions League. So respect like, to we them. Could, we could potentially, I think, I think, I haven't really looked into it, but I think we're, we might be like the only team that hasn't lost. Well, you're six points in the group, so you've won two games. Yeah, over. So, we so we haven't lost Sheriff either. Sheriff hasn't lost either. But, well, no, but I mean, but I mean also in the Premier League. We have, uh, Liverpool haven't lost in the Premier League. They haven't lost in the Champions League. I'm sure Sheriff And they haven't even lost. lost in the Cup. Sheriff are champions of Moldova, bro. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to talk about thing. the other team in that same group of Liverpool. Atletico Madrid, AC Milan, 2-1. to one. Ooh. Luis Suarez with a 97th minute penalty. Wow, just take the wind out of AC Milan. They are now at zero points at the bottom of this group. And not only that, but I mean, the the refing, from what I understand, was just atrocious. And exactly. Now what do they do? Yeah, so it's like they, they lost, but it wasn't even necessarily like all on them, uh, you know? But I, mean, I don't know, man. Atletico Madrid had 64% Kessie, possession. Kessie was sent off at the 29th minute. Yeah, yeah that makes a huge difference. Off. That does change. And he lot. wasn't, yeah, it's not like he, they lost a winger or an outside mid. Like, they lost a... They probably lost mid. a key midfielder. Yeah, defensive mid. Yeah. You know? So that, that that's something to note. And, and uh, from what I understand, now, I, I didn't watch the game, but from uh, what I've read and heard, uh, he... 
you know, he should not have been sent off. Well, and with that being said, Atletico had to win at the very end of the game. I yeah. thought this Atletico team would be more talented to you, beat teams like so. AC Milan, who are very young, yeah. very uh, new very to new. Champions League. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, right. they don't have that experience. Atletico do. They AC, have to AC Milan is honestly looking good. For the young talents that they have, we were looking they at are. their videos the other day. Like those yeah. guys, they oh, yeah. know we were. I but agree. compared to like Atletico, who's been there, done that, just won La Liga. Yeah, Atletico. Like, yeah, they have more that. experience. And Diego Simeone has that team. Was on, the game like, in Spain? Block. It was in, in Italy. Italy, actually. Okay, in I mean, the San Siro. So it was a big loss, I think, for AC Milan. Now they're yeah. at the bottom at the group. They're gonna have to win at Liverpool or win at. Uh, Atletico, and that's going to be tough, and it's going to be a bummer. They did they put up a good Europa. game against uh, Liverpool in the first in the first game. They yeah. played a really good game against Liverpool, but yeah, I mean, AC Milan. Let's be honest, we're not really expecting them to go really far in this tournament. Right, but it's nice to see one of the old, uh, legendary kind of clubs kind of come back, make their way back up yeah, to the total pole for is. sure. For sure, and. Talking about another legendary club that apparently is falling and losing to Moldova's side, Sheriff Tiraspol. <laughs> that is, Sheriff Tiraspol from Moldova is beat Real Madrid in the freaking Bernabeu. Amar, what the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Madrid had 76% possession, 31 shots, 11 on target, and Moldova with a nice 24 and three shots on target. So honestly, huge respect to that team. Beyond. Honestly, I'm going to be watching their next game. Like, that's going to be on my priorities as far as, like, watching games well, I've, now. I've, I've been watching Yeah, like, yeah, 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 no, like, I've been watching highlights, but, like, I'd want to watch, like, like now I take them seriously. Like, now if they're playing against any team, I'm like, dude, it's going to be a good game. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? If yeah. these guys can beat these teams that they've been beating, like, who would have thought, man? Who, who would have thought this team was going to get six points? In the first two, that is exactly right. They're Amar. leading their group. <laughs> <laughs> They're leading the group at six yeah. points. Real Madrid with three, group. and Inter and Don Shakhtar with one yeah. shared. But their sheriff go- has control of this. Their goalkeeper has control of this. <laughs> their goalkeeper played a hell of a game, man. He was the man of the match, and he was he was but, great. But what about Cristiano, man? Christi- On the wing. Cristiano he's, with those crosses, he man. He sets it up, man. Cristiano with those crosses. And from what I'm noticing, he's a left back. He's not a left winger. Yeah. Wow. Cristiano, yeah, he's, left back. Who would have thought? He has he's like three true, assists so far. True position. Wow. I think that's all they've been practicing. I think they're just like, just hey, look, it's in, working. Bro. Look, man, you're going to go, you're going to cross it. You're going to head of the ball. I, I think it's just like what me and you do when we used to play. Yeah, I think so, dude. We mastered that shit. We did. We could have been on a team like fucking Moldova here. And if Barcelona signed us right now, we don't need Tiki Taka. We already know what to do. Just yeah. Crosses. Exactly. <sighs> Maybe the biggest upset in Champions League history. What do you say? Mm. You in think terms so? of Galactico, that is Real Madrid and but, 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 okay, small look, country champion. Look, Moldova. honestly, honestly though, like if it was, if it was a big loss, I tell you okay. But it was like okay, it was like by one goal, and in Real Madrid, and Real Madrid dominated the whole game. 
Like, Real Madrid did dominate the game, so I can't give them too much credit. Like, for example, you know what I think was, like, an ups- like Barcelona, which we could get to next, you know? Because I think, like, unlike like Real Madrid, at least they dominated their game. At least they did something. Barcelona, it's like... Bro, they will get there. Yeah, we'll get there. yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. But I'm just saying, like Real Madrid, they they dominated the game, so it's too much to say that it was like a huge upset or something like that. Well, there is a new sheriff in town in Madrid, and well, that is Sheriff Tiraspol from Moldova. They also didn't necessarily play well this weekend either, though. So I don't know. It could be. Um, it's a thing, man. They're trash. <laughs> and I don't know. I think I think they'll turn it around. Let's talk another upset. Ooh. Madrid. Yeah, Madrid will turn oh, around. You know, yeah. who am I to say that they won't? Yeah, at, so, the, at the bare minimum, they'll get yeah. second place. But we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. Sheriff, we are rooting for you. And let's talk another quick upset. RB Leipzig. Jesse Marsh, you lose to Club Bruges? He got it wrong. <clears throat> Two to yeah, one. This guy's In Leipzig, you lose to Club Bruges? Bro, look, I think... Club Rouge, I think they're a great team. Uh, they have they have some really good players. Like I was saying, Banneken, very experienced player in the midfield. He's he's played with the Belgian national team for the longest time, so he has that experience. The other guy I was telling you about, Kamal Sawa. Kamal Sawa actually was loaned from Leicester City to Club Oloven in Belgium, and then he was signed to Club Rouge for like the biggest domestic transfer in their history. So Club Rouge has some really good players. If you saw them against Real Madrid and the way that they held things down, you could, I mean, there's a lot to expect out of them. I think it's definitely not a great result for Jesse Marsh, who has, you know, he started off his season with some really tough games and he got a few losses and many people were talking about, you know, should he be considered to like be let go of, of his job at Leipzig and if he keeps losing to you know these kind of I mean when he loses against big teams it's like understandable but when he's losing against teams like Club Rouge even though they are a really good team fans are not going to understand it in the same way so especially when it's at home as well yeah, so because playing in win. Belgium is hard playing in uh, playing in Club Rouge is it's hard it's not easy so uh Honestly, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing from Club Rouge, and I think that they could potentially go a little far in this tournament. Leipzig, they've already had two losses, right? Yeah, they are now currently at zero points. Zero points. And Fuck. PSG and Man City are PSG and Club yeah. Rouge with four, and Man City with three. So it's okay. looking like Leipzig. It's is a tough. A, it's a tough a group. Behind. Yeah. Le- Leipzig yeah, do sure. look like they're very behind. Mm-hmm. And it's looking like it's tough for them to actually turn things around with but, the you know, games that they as have. As U.S. supporters, we just want our our guy Jesse Marsh to succeed, and and Tyler Adams, and Tyler Adams. So hopefully, we see some sort of progress in the next. I think I think the fans yeah, I think the fans had have like some realistic expectations out of out of this uh, group because it's not a, an easy group at all for for Leipzig. I think the Leipzig fans they they understand that you have PSG and Man City. In your group, that's not an easy group. That, that's like the hardest group, probably. Right. So, yeah, those yeah. are the two most expensive teams. And then to uh, round off uh, Tuesday games, you got Borussia Dortmund Sporting one 0 Borussia Dortmund. Good victory. Good no victory Holland. Borussia, yeah. You know, no oh, Holland. Rain didn't home. play either. Uh, he wasn't even. They did it. They won the game against the weaker team in the group. Smart. Um, you also have Shakhtar Donetsk. And Internationale tying 
But I almost feel like this makes sense because of all the players that they lost. But um, they should be beating teams like Shakhtar in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. And then to round it off, Ajax, our favorite team because of its Amsterdam they got the win. roots. They got the win. Two nil on Besiktas. So, and our boy, uh, Edson Alvarez, I believe, played the entire game. Oh no, he did. Yes, he did. At DM. So. What a what a monster. Yeah, I, I want his Bob Marley jersey. AKA Rafa Marquez. Yeah, the then future. He I can think. be better, man. I think. Yeah, potentially. potentially. Yeah, Barcelona man. should. Barcelona sign should him. freaking get. Like I don't know why they don't. Yeah. That's the perfect signing. We could probably sign him for like. 20 15 million, million yeah. 20 yeah. Million. Sell, sell Eric Garcia. Yeah, he's trash. Dude, oh my God. We're going to get there. Okay, we're now moving on to Wednesday's games. And we're going to start with the marquee game of the, of the day. Manchester United versus Villarreal. Wow. As a Man United fan, wow. What the hell? All first half, it was... You know, back and forth for a little bit, zero zero, kind of boring. But the, there was no structure once again. And Ahmad and Jorge, you've heard me multiple times talk yeah. about this: how like the offense has no idea what the hell they're doing, or they don't have a plan or a goal in mind, or what they're trying to, you know, portray. So I just feel like either it's the players not vibing together, or the, that Solskjaer isn't a great coach. And there's like, something I don't like seeing with Manchester United right now. What? It's it's happened in the past. They're depending on Cristiano. Well, I think right well, now that that's like every team Cristiano has ever played. But, for. but not really. Not like you need to have. Not Madrid. Yeah, that, I think that the issue with that, or the reason for that, it's because Ole has no tactics. There's no plan. So the plan is just get the ball to Ronaldo, and yeah, that's it. I think that's the ball. I mean, that's, that's the game plan. Now. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but that's that's bad. That's bad, but the Glazers don't mind because makes the money. He, and he says all the right things. Yeah, exactly. He's not a problem. I, I actually heard that from the ESPN FC guys. Mm-hmm. They're like sometimes I listen to their mm-hmm. podcasts, um, and it, they were talking about how like the Glazers do like Solskjaer mm-hmm. because he's not gonna argue against like uh, yeah. the owners. He's, he's just never, gonna listen to whatever he's it is never, they say. Yeah, that, if you like. If you notice, he's like never. He's a yes man. Yeah, yeah, and he's exactly. a club legend. So, but, but, but then, but then, to but then the guy, exactly. the guy has has no experience yeah, at all. No. Yeah. We've talked about it. Like talked his, about his it. experience, you can't even get. Like, bro, come on. What what real good coaching opportunity can you get with have with having coached a team in Norway? Apparently, Manchester United. If no, you know the right guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's what happens. That's what's sad. Yeah, it was just a. It's just like a novelty signing. Like you are, yeah, exactly. Appointing is just. Well, Cristiano Ronaldo definitely uh, saved him, and uh, one saved thing, our ass, yeah. yeah, one thing we have to mention and uh, give Cristiano Ronaldo credit on is congratulations to him for being oh, the yeah. most player to ever appear in the Champions League with 178 as I wear his jersey. As you wear his jersey, <laughs> I think. You know, um, he continues to break uh, records, and you know he said it uh one time, and I've always remembered it. He, Cristiano Ronaldo, said, "I don't follow the records; the records follow me." So he broke another record too. Actually, Uh, he he broke Messi's records of most of goals scored on most. 
teams in the Champions League. Mm, okay. He was 36, oh, okay. and, he, and he now scored 37. So he scored against 37 different teams in the Champions League. Which is, come on, man. Like, he will, I think... 37 I teams. I think, you know, people will always debate who the greatest player in the world was or is. But I think one thing that Cristiano Ronaldo will leave with is being known as Mr. Champions League. I think this tournament belongs to him. Yeah. Yeah, I could he see has that. four. No, four, five, right? Mm-hmm. He has the decima and then a triple. Right, but then, then, he, the but then he has he has the most goals, the most games, I know, the most listed. Titles, but he has a lot of them. And numbers. <laughs> he has it all. So, he's yeah. Mr. Champions I'm League, not going to argue against yeah. that. Um, you know, I do want to give credit a little bit to Villarreal. I thought they played really well. They, they've they, been playing really well they like went in general. At it. Like, they're, they're really strong team, a lot of grit. Yeremi Bina. I don't know, like, that guy's like 18 years old. I This is the first time I saw him play. He plays on Villarreal, Spanish kid. He's good. That guy is going to be something. I think he's going to be good, really good. So, um, that was a cool little thing to learn about for, for the game. So, in summary, Man United, you got fucking lucky, and I'm really annoyed. It's, it's, a, it's a really, it's a really <laughs> good win. It's a really good win for Man U. It is. Because if, if it had gone any other way, you guys you guys need that momentum. You guys need that confidence I in totally the beginning of the yeah. season. No matter how, how it comes. <laughs> I can't say it any other you way, guys, bro. You guys have been getting lucky. Like, oh, like man, remember like, that penalty save <laughs> in the final minute? Dude, David De Gea played like David De God. I don't know if you guys saw. Like, we needed that <laughs> to win. Like, uh, I'm very frustrated. But I always am when it comes to Manchester United. So, that's my life. Um, moving on to another game that... I'm sure we'd love to talk about Barcelona and Benfica. What is this dumpster fire of a team? Jorge, we actually low-key like Barcelona because of, like, the concept and, like, the players on the team. What the fuck? Dude, okay, man, what is going on? So, first of all, Eric Garcia. It's trash. He's... He's fucking trash. You've been saying it from the beginning, and I've always been like, nah, bro. He's trash. I've always kind of, I've never really watched him play, but I was like, no, they rated him highly. Like, you know, like Pep kind of liked him too, I guess, uh, at one point, or he mm-hmm. thought he was okay. And Barca wants him, so I was like, he's got to be decent. He's just young. But, dude, he has as many red cards as he has wins, right? Something yeah. like that. So, like, he's, he, like... He's, he he's he trash, shouldn't be bro. playing. He, I'll play Mingueza or Anarajo over that fucking guy. Bro, how does Don't he play. have like so many red cards so quickly already? <laughs> like, like this season, he's just trying to catch up to Pepe. Like I don't, I don't. Bro, I thought Pepe should have got a red card. Well, I think if that's they what, went to the yeah. bar, I think that's why he got subbed. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Why I don't think he was really injured. Like. Well, I just think PK just looks out of it. Like, fitness-wise, he can't handle it anymore. He breaks down. He gets too tired. And yeah, the, watching I this see team it. is I just... See, I absolutely see it. Just so sad. Like, Pedri and Dijon and Depay. Like, these these guys are doing their very best, right? They're amazing players. But everything else around them is but then, but then again, But then again, like, why are you playing with three in the back? Are you trying to get out of a point with, with this game? So I don't like when he played against the. Uh, who yeah. did they play against in the first game? Against uh, Bayern Munich. Yeah, so when they Bayern played against Munich. Bayern, I was like, okay, it makes sense to play with three in the back, but why are you playing three in the back against Benfica? 
I think they're doing it because their defense is just that atrocious that they need to do that. And to have DeDest and Sergio Roberto drop back enough to give that defensive support on the wings, you know? But this, this I don't like that plan, especially against a team like Benfica. You exactly. Gotta, you gotta, no, you gotta. And then open you have up. Busquets and Frankie De Jong in front of those guys, which is gonna make it even more defensive. And you're just basically waiting for a counterattack in slow possession. Didn't didn't De Jong get dropped to center back? Eventually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what like, the fuck? Like exactly what I'm what saying. What's going on? Some yeah. crazy things like this keep happening. Like I do like seeing players like Gavi come on. I in the few times I've seen him, like Dude, that twice now, good. he's pretty freaking good. I like, I like, like, I like that good. guy. I didn't know he's 17, 18 years old, bro. Yeah, it's fucking like, young. He just got called up by the Spanish national team. Like, impressive. He's yeah. good. He's good. Um, no Madrid players are getting called up to my yeah. second Barcelona team. Exactly. And what is his name? The other Luke De Jong. Did you guys see the the misses that he made? The yeah, absolute I saw just the holy sitters. Shit. How do you miss that, man? You can make this, bro. I've seen you on the pitch thousand times. Make this shot, uh, Jorge. You can do this shot, fucking. Luke Dijon did not. Dude, Luke Dijon. Are you trying? Are you trying? Do you mean what I think you mean? Do you think they should just sign me? Yeah, bro. I don't get it, bro. <laughs> Barca can afford you. Just play for free. I'll pay them. Yeah. Um, so, give credit where credit is due. Benfica won three now, and they, although it was a bad Barca team, they got the one. You know. Yeah. So credit to them. Of course, like you can't give that away. Uh, it's not Barca being that shitty, you know. So now, Coleman, just he's getting sacked, right? He has to go, bro. He has to. He, he has, has to go. To. He has right? to. It's mm-hmm. just like it's not like a debate anymore. And like, did you guys see that photo where he was like smiling and he was like, Yeah, I think Dude, he's he like, doesn't fucking care. I think he's just like, <laughs> I'm fucked. It's over. <laughs> This guy's an idiot. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I've never... You know, my issue with him has always been that he he takes no responsibility. He does not take any responsibility, but like, I think it's because... He has no, I don't know, dignity. <laughs> I just don't like him anymore. Like, I, I never did, uh-huh. but now it's just proven he cannot develop these young guys. No. Like, you need a different kind of coach to develop these he's young guys. He's, like, too, like... You need a motivator. You need a leader. You need Chavi. You need fucking Chavi, but that guy's not going to leave. I don't get it, but he can make his profit. He can make Messi's classes gone. the best. Exactly. Mm, he can control right. that team. You're right. Top to bottom. I think, I think the time is now. You're right. This changes everything. Right? Is Xavi yeah. out of work, Ahmad? You would know. Well, no. Well, Xavi like renewed, he's, but then he would take a job. He would there. take a job at Barcelona. He would take a job at oh, Barcelona. Yeah. Why wouldn't he take? Why would he not take a job at Barcelona? I think. Yeah. Do you think Xavi just wants to coach El Sad for the rest of his life? Uh, Do you think no. he think just wants to coach Qatar, the national he team? Fonti. He could always go back. I think this is the. He's like. Time he's for like very. Um, he's very familiar with the Qatari culture now after being there for like six years now. So he could always go back. But to get a job like Barcelona, I think it could be a long-term thing for, for Xavi. 
Potentially. And, and like, who better than, than Travi, you know? Like, we all know how his soccer IQ. And on top of that, he, he could be the he would be the coach to turn things around. If he wasn't already a Barca legend, I think he so. would, like, solidify I think his so. place. I think he'd be, like... I think he could be a Jordi Cruyff figure. I think he'd be the Zidane. Which is different than Messi. I think he could be the Zidane culture. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah. Zidane to Madrid. Zidane brought culture. Back to Madrid. I thought that was a vibe, yeah. Yeah, but Xavi, I think for sure, like you said, will like be on Cruyff level, like yeah. legendary and iconic in a different way. Mm-hmm. Not because he leaves a stamp it. on the way the game is played. Exactly, that's like different than yeah, Messi he's scoring a Essentially, goals. changing the game. Oh, dude, I low key did Barca a lot. Like, I think the whole idea of Barca is really I, cool. I, I, I mean, I, I hate that they suck. Yeah, <laughs> they're cool. All right. Anyway, I get Barca love. Anyway, moving on with. A different game. FC Salzburg versus Lille. What an upset. Or did Salzburg show the world what they're made of? Or was it just two penalties? I think I think it was probably like the penalties had something to do with it. Salzburg, they're a great team. They're the best in their country. Aronson, bro. Yeah, Aronson. Started. Aronson has been contributing a lot to that team. So that's great for us as uh, USMNT fans. Uh, I think Lille, they, they're they not off to the greatest start like they were on in uh, last year. As I thought they may have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking like about early on. I didn't think that they could hold that consistency from last year. You were right. You were right. Yeah. But some, something I also like is that Tim Moya is, is starting to like come back. Hopefully mm-hmm. his, his injuries, the injuries stay away from him because that's been an issue for the last two years mm-hmm. so that we can see a little bit of consistency with him because I think he could be a great piece to the USMNT in the future in our top three. Oh, of course. We so need him in our attacking I, I want to see him and the guy is still young. He's 21. 21, 22. Which yeah. is... That's really young, um, especially for the career he's already had, PSG, Lille. So the guy the guy is off to a good start, and he also has, you know, the whole culture from his dad as well. So that's huge. Um, but great win for Salzburg. Great win for Salzburg. Salzburg are atop the group at four points. Uh, Sevilla and Wolfsburg with two, and Leo with the lone one. Um, moving on to... Jorge's. Oh man. Shitty team. It's Chelsea. Nah, that's not fair. Fucking Chelsea lose. Did you see how he stood up? He got all like defensive. <laughs> he did get all defensive. <laughs> hey Jorge, we have not talked crap on Chelsea for a long time. We because Pulisic, it's very difficult sometimes to not talk crap on them when he plays. Because they win things with Pulisic. But F them, man, honestly. Alright, you know. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's get this going. Juventus win Chiesa with yeah. the goal they uh, they, they kind of just uh, well just sat there and absorbed absorbed everything you know just kind of yeah Juve like Juve like Allegri like very Allegri like very defensive uh, they just absorbed it and they shut that they played well defensively they shut out Lukaku and, yeah uh, and yeah then, let me just give you some percentage stats 73% possession for Chelsea and 27 for Juve. All they needed was that one chance for Chiesa. That's it. And that's Chiesa all it took. Is, it's cold. He's a cold finisher. Chiesa is a cold finisher, as we saw in the Euros. 
mod anything to I add? I think uh, Juve defense uh, was was really good. I think Allegri held it down, like you guys said, with Benyakor playing in front of the center backs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. Um, I think Tuchel, um, he, he lost another big game in a row. So... And is that a big deal? That's a big deal. Jorge, I think that's a big you deal. You as a Chelsea fan, is that a big deal? I mean, it is, and it's not. It's not like his... I wouldn't consider that his... Uh, his um, What's it called? His job here be at risk in any way, shape, or form. I mean, yeah, it's two important losses, but it's big and... and I don't know. Bramovich his job, gets, his job is not in danger, but yeah, I think, like, but I think it's not good for the team. Like, no, 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 definitely not. They need to, they need to come back from this and uh, and 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 win, win this weekend. Uh, they have to. It's there's no question about it because with a third a third loss in that would be that would shocking. be horrible. And, well, I, yeah, go ahead. And then uh, I'm not sure who they have. Let me see. Yeah, they're at Southampton. So losing to Southampton, that that just can't happen. They need to. They need to get it right, and they need to. They need to get some goals, and they need to like put up some numbers because they haven't been able to. They didn't. I don't know how much. Put some offense, man. Create. Yeah. I feel like they're not creating anymore. Yeah. This. This. Um. This game. I don't know how many shots they had. Well, I think, for example, like something I noticed is that Ziyech yeah, should shots. be on the right. Um. He sh- He should. Uh, he should actually not be on the right. He should be on the left because. He's receiving the ball with his weaker foot on that side, so I don't think he was getting the best out of him on that side. That's like one thing that I that I did notice, um, and I think also uh, Lucatelli like kept him kind of in check as well during the whole game, and even like Guardado, he played a great game as well. So I think that Juve also played a really good game. So like yeah, Chelsea didn't play a great game at all but they did control possession they did create some chances how many how many shots do they have uh, during Chelsea the game Chelsea had 16 shots which but is only one that's, that's on target that's only one on target only so one. that tells you that Juve played great defense yeah exceptionally good. so Chelsea was you know they tried eight corner kicks for Chelsea so those need to be con- converted with guys like uh, Lukaku. Lukaku and Thiago Silva and right. yeah, those definitely need to be converted. So Chelsea suck and Absolutely. they, <laughs> they well, are fuck you, they are fuck with three you, points. Uh, Juventus lead with six, so the group is wide open at number two. Um, let's talk a little Bayern Munich, man. Five 0 smashing of Dinamo Kiev. Classic Bayern Munich. I think uh, what was uh, what was the coach's name? It's uh, their previous coach. Hansi Flick. Yeah, I think he left them with with a legacy. I think yeah. he left them with like a great, you know, kind of like perspective. He gave them like all the confidence in the in the world, and I think Bayern after him are just like never gonna be the same. They're just always gonna. Uh, Play with this like great tactics and this great culture that they have right now and Bayern Munich are just always looking like a machine man in every single yeah. game yeah absolutely. Lewandowski played a great game yeah he, you know once again he scores and uh, Sané you know it's good to see him scoring as well even though that was that a was a lucky goal lucky goal that was a he cross crossed it was definitely a he cross looked, he was looking he at the looked ball over he looked as if he was crossing <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely that I didn't see that so, that's crazy yeah, great game for for Bayern and Bayern is you know, just like in the past, I don't know, ten years, fifteen years, they're always in the Champions League uh, contending list. 
they're always going to be a favorite to win. So let's see, let's see what they, how far yeah. they can go this year. And if, and I, and I think even last year without their injuries, they could have even went farther, uh, further in the tournament. So yeah. if they can stay healthy this year, I think they can win. Yeah, I mean they do have like easy ass group. They do have an easy group, but it doesn't matter. Bayern <laughs> finish, Bayern just, destroy, yeah. Bayern don't care. Bayern don't care. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Bayern does not care. And. Another team that didn't care how weak their competition was, Zenit St. Petersburg thrashes Malmo, the former team of uh, Ibrahimovic. It's basically the only thing that I know about it. Um, you know, didn't yeah, play well. I think I think they they Zenit did did play well, and uh, also if you even uh, look at the Champions League uh, team of the week, uh, two of their defenders actually made it on that list, so they must have played really great defense also during their game as well. And maybe Chelsea will lose against them, hopefully. Fuck you. <laughs> no, they won't. Dude, it's tradition. They win the Champions League and then drop to the Europa. That's just the way it is. Um, no. Moving on uh, to a sad game for us because we wanted PFOC to win. Young boys Atalanta. And your boy didn't score, Jorge. PFOC didn't score. He didn't do nothing. They lost the game in Italy. Well, Jorge, in the beginning of the Champions League, he said he was only going to score against Manchester United. That's true. That's and, fun. And, he and he did. 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 Oh, my goodness. In that group, Atalanta is currently number one with four points, but... Young boys and Man United at three, Villarreal with one lone point. So it's still an open group right there. Yeah, it's still pretty open. So that's a tough one. I don't want to even think about that. And lastly, to round it off on a pretty dull game, I'll say, Wolfsburg and Sevilla, a 1-1 draw. 1-1 draw. There was a red card in the 85th minute, and Rakitic scores a penalty in the 87th. You know, as far as like what I think Sevilla will be, um, Ahmad, I don't think they were that great team that you foresaw earlier in the summer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I remember lots of things. Anyway, yeah. um, Anything else, boys, from this Champions League week that you think think we we pretty much covered it all? It's, It's pretty exciting. I thought it was yeah, there pretty, were, good, pretty good games all around, all around. Yeah, I think, you know, there were great games all around. Uh, you know, the, the, the two biggest highlights of maybe this whole uh, Champions League week is going to be Messi scoring his first goal with PSG. And it's going to be the new sheriff in town, man. <laughs> so yeah, sheriff in those town. are the two highlights of this week. And let's see what next week brings. Let's see what the next Champions League week brings. And... You'll hear from us eventually, and because we love Champions League, we love football, we love soccer, not football. And with that, we'll leave you guys till next time. See you guys. See you guys later. later.